The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Ooh, guess who they lit in the building? Y'all take yeah. a good look at me. Take a good look at me because I'm not Newey. I'm Heckma Harrison. <laughs> Let them know that. Okay? And you are now rocking with the best. This is the Players Lounge. Shut up. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the Project Pat. It's that's going what, down. That's what it's going to be. It's September the 9th mm-hmm. at 2 p.m. Mr. Players. Mm-hmm. Now, Danny, Danny McRae is doing his Survivor Challenge thing right now. And he's coming in hot. All right. Yeah. He's coming in hot. But I don't we... never want to hear nothing about McCray being <laughs> perfect attendance. None of that. It's it, out the window. It, it's came, gone. it don't matter about that, man, because BC is in the in place the building, to baby. be my man, the scratch golfer. All oh, right. oh <laughs> thank <laughs> you for that one. Thank scratch you. golfer. <laughs> and former Dallas Cowboys safety, I'm still mad. I'm still mad that they didn't sign you, dog. They should have, man. They should have, I've been man. telling I'm telling you, dog, I'm still hot about that. Man, you, you and me both. Yeah. This was the career. But, this you back, but BC back in the place to be. Danny McRae will be joining us in. And Nui's out there somewhere with some G-Unit sneakers on. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's the players lounge here. We go. Hey, it's going down. We're gonna talk about everything, cowboy business. We're gonna take care of it. And the players lounge is sponsored by Tostitos, and so hopefully, hopefully, Danny McRae will be bringing some Tostitos mm, with need him. It. Need it. But BC, ah, look at this. Hey, speak <laughs> and, of the and, motherfucker. He, look, hey, speak of the devil. He nah. don't he don't have a card to let himself in. So yeah, please, we just have children. Uh, let let him in. Um, mm. Man, you missed the intro, dog. You missed the yeah, intro. You should have been here for that, man. Was I, was, I was rocking. I the, speedos, the energy was nobody, No, did nobody say anything about the Speedos? Oh, you said, hoping he don't come in here with no more Speedos. That's what I said. No, I said Tostitos. 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 You be rocking. CB, they ain't give you the Tostitos? He feels some kind of way about it. No, I ain't got nothing. Can you email Katie real quick? So, Danny McCray. Danny McCray has has come through with his uh, royal uh, ar- arrival. Mm. Uh, he's in here. Uh, what's, man, cue the music. Cue his survival music, man. <laughs> cue the music, man. Come on, Chris. Uh, Where's the Wakanda uh, Forever music y'all got in the back? Uh, yeah. <laughs> And busy. <laughs> My man. Always busy. Always mm-hmm. busy. Mm-hmm. So, Always busy. Just in case you didn't know, I was on, I'm on the TV show called The Challenge. You know? I, yeah, okay. of course. I, do, I know that. I know that, man. Triple H. Uh, jump, <laughs> jump from a few buildings. <laughs> do your thing, man. Uh, oh, I ain't got my water I saw, you, I saw you on the Survivor, man. Yeah, yeah, sitting yeah. out in the jungle eating bugs. I yeah, said, bro. boy, he a real one. I don't mess around <laughs> with people that do stuff like that. Well, you don't eat no meat or nothing no more, so you eat that. I guess you're right. Yeah. But I wouldn't do that, though. <laughs> yeah. I have limitations. I have limitations. <laughs> Episode two. Wait a second. Where, ain't no burger? Oh, I'm out of here. Now, one, a hey, once they said how much money was on the line, I understood. Good, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I eat that, too. Yeah, no problem. Shark Hunt. Ain't paying everybody, okay? You hear me? I, I do. Shout out, shout out to Shot Con on the low. <laughs> ain't paying everybody. Not on the low, on the high. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even put that on the low. That's on the high right there. But fellas, we had football yesterday. Ooh. We had football. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop. I already know he get ready. Wait a minute. Stop. So let me do this right. So we had football yesterday, and the Buffalo Bills. 
uh, went up against the Super Bowl champions, mm. Los Angeles Rams, yesterday, last night on Amazon Prime and Channel 5 here locally. But, uh, fellas, what did you think about the game? Go ahead, sir. Go <laughs> I mean, ahead, some sir. Of us, some of us know. Some of us know that Josh Allen, that Josh Allen is the Cam Newton when it comes to the running, but when it comes to throwing, he's top five in that as well. All right, so I so I I knew that him going up against that Rams defense that he was going to go out there and show him what 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 it was going to be for this uh, for this year. All right, and that's what they did. That man had three touchdowns in the air, one on the ground. He balled. I mean, he balled I mean, out, man. I mean, it wasn't even a contest in the second half. V Mac, let me say this. I wrote a song about it last night. I was wrong. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you and me both, brother. Man. You and me both, brother. I, I couldn't believe y'all was oh disrespecting a man like that. I just couldn't I, believe I, it. I, I, think it was, I think it was more about me respecting the Rams' defense more. Are you I talking thought, about Jalen Ramsey getting I beat thought, out man, there like exactly, a Exactly, because, you know, I played with the man. I played with him, and, and when we played together, he was always, you know, the gambling type, always looking in the backfield. And I thought to myself, man, that's going to get you one day. That, that's going to get you one day. And that day was yesterday. Man. I mean, when you talk about going and just looking in the backfield, letting receivers run right by you. Cover three. Touchdown after a touchdown. And that first touchdown where Josh Allen rolled out, that was on Ramsey as well. <laughs> wow. That man thought he was running. He took off off of the corner, left Gabriel Davis wide open. But that's not a here or there. That man has got to get right if that Rams defense wants to repeat in any type of fashion because the party that Josh Allen threw on those boys, it was spectacular. And then the highlight to me, man, I, I thought I was seeing things. I thought I was seeing things on the telecast. CB, our, our great producer, came and showed me earlier today. That man was humping his face, was humping Jalen Ramsey's face after he ran him over on the yes. field. I, I didn't see that. It, oh. I, I thought I was oh, tripping. So I, I thought I was I'll tripping. Send it to you. So the man was after he ran him over, got up, it was humping the man's face. Did, did you yeah. see the stiff arm? This, oh my. Did you see the stiff was, arm on the, Even I, more disrespectful. He dunked on Bobby Wagner. Hey, I'm just telling you, you dunked about, on. when you talk about the picks he does, yeah. you got to uh, put some respect. I know it's only the first week of the season, but when you talk about guys who are going to be in the MVP running, nah, he's up there right I'd now. never want to hear anybody leave Josh Allen out. Oh, because, come on, D-Mac, man. See, see? jumping out the cage hey, no, again. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When you last saw Josh Allen, what was he doing to the Kansas City Chiefs defense? Calling tails. There it is. Yeah. I, I, mm. You know, well, look, I, I think you're right. You're right. Cool. The man last night, to be on, quite honest with you, he performed surgery with no anesthesia mm. on the Rams. And I was, I was really shocked, one, at the performance of the Rams defense. But, man, the Rams offensive line is mm. bad. And, I mean, mm. I just kept saying to myself, like, oh, man, no, Bloom. Man, get this man some help. Do something for him. And Von Miller looked like he got in the hot tub time machine last night and went back to the Von Miller of old. I'm talking Miller's, about A&M. You talking about Devon Miller of the Super Bowl? Because he was out there balling for the He did. Let's this dude like- looked like. Super Bowl. What was the Super Bowl against the, yeah, the Panthers? Yeah. That, he looked like oh, that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looked like that dude. Unbelievable. Ed Oliver out there balling. You know what I'm saying? Houston native. Went to yeah, my high school. Time. I'm just saying, you know, look, they they went out there and did their thing. Was you surprised with Buffalo's defense? Because we saw what Kansas City was was dicing them up as well uh, no, in I was, that playoff game. I, I didn't see that coming Buffalo's, from them. Buffalo's defense usually starts very, very strong at the beginning of the season. They ran into a Kansas City team that had caught fire at that time. Right. Yeah, yeah like, it was rolling. 
Patrick Mahomes was feeling Kelsey and Tyreek Hill at that time. It was nothing they could do about it. And sometimes you run it, like great defenses still run into those type of games, and that was just a game for them. But Buffalo's been known for their defense for a while. Yeah, Man, that that is unbelievable. One of the thoughts that came into my mind, gentlemen, was the way that the Rams looked, and they have had a philosophy under McVay for the last couple years of not playing any of their ones during the preseason. And it looked like it cost them. All right. Now, the Cowboys have gone with that philosophy this year. Uh, Mike McCarthy hasn't played any of the ones in any of the preseason. Do you guys believe in just your thoughts as, as pros and how you guys have had to prepare and ramp up for a season? Do you feel like going into this game Sunday night that that may be something that we will see a team that's rusty and that will come back and bite them in the butt? Yeah, I, I, I definitely because to me, I had to get at least one preseason game in there. Now, I usually play them all because, you know, I wasn't that, that guy that got to, got to just <laughs> – <laughs> sit on the sidelines, but you have to get at least one just to get that feel, that that speed, because, you know, you can practice all you want. You can go out there, go against each other, practicing hard. You may feel like you're going fast and going full speed, but until you're going against somebody with another uh, with a different jersey on, it's a totally different ball game. So, to me, I think we might see a little rust, because it wasn't like it was just Zeke and Dak and CD that was taking these preseason games off. There was a, a boatload of starters that weren't playing on the defensive line. Young guys like Odigi Zua, I don't think he took any reps in the preseason. You got Anthony Brown out there as well. He's a little bit of a vet, but still, you would think you would want some of those reps out there just so you can get that gang speed going. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a little bit of rust out there. We may see a little bit up uptick in penalties out there because there should be some grabbing and holding, especially if you're not used to that, <laughs> yeah. that, that speed going. So we might see an uptick in penalties, but I, I was pretty shocked that the whole entire offense and defensive starters didn't really see any preseason action. Yeah, I think I'm more worried about the defense um, when it comes to not getting reps in the preseason. Offense is off. You're going to run the play. You got guys out there like Zeke. You got Dak. Those guys are going to be okay. The hardest thing to simulate when you're in practice is full speed open field tackle, right? So when you get out there in the first game and you haven't been a part of that, you haven't really had to tackle. That's something that if you ain't prepared for, you're going to see a lot of MTs, which is missed tackles out there. Right? You're going to see crossovers. You're going to see guys reaching. You will see some penalties. Hopefully, you know, middle of the first quarter going into the second is when guys start to kind of get their feet underneath them. But I am a little worried about that from a defensive perspective more than an offensive perspective. Also, cardio. Yeah. You know, like you know, you, like I said, you can practice and practice all you want, but when that adrenaline gets pumping and you out there that first game, you see the light <laughs> Sunday night, you in the, you know, you in Jerry's house, it's, you're gonna get tired quick. So I, I won't be surprised if the cardio is a little down uh, come game one. Now I, I saw that too. Uh, not only the cardio, but the missed tackles that you talk about. There was a ton of missed mm-hmm. tackles, and that's the thing that really kind of worries me with guys like Micah. I mean, coming back off of a season that he had. Uh, I, obviously, we're assuming that this is, you know, he could like, he could turn the switch on and, and be the the Micah that we know that he is. But defensively, that was a thing that I'm glad you pointed that out. That man, it just seemed like it took the Rams a lot longer to arrive to their mm-hmm. own stadium than Buffalo that came in looked like they were in ready to go. And it could have been a little bit of that Super Bowl hangover <laughs> <laughs> as well. They, hey, they looked like they still was drinking Vuv Clico. From- <laughs> they, they, they they, they look like they were still feeling it. I can guarantee you this. You watch Hard Knocks? Yes. You watch Hard Knocks? Yeah. Oh I yeah. guarantee you uh, Guarantee you this. If you cut the film on of their practice versus what Detroit was doing when the coach was out there, when Campbell would say, hey, man, we'll we got to get out here and we got to tackle. I'm yeah. trying to help y'all. 
Like, because when you get out there in the game, you have to be ready to do this. You can't wait till week eight and, week eight and say, hey, we, we ready now. Yeah. now. Now we ready to go. That's why he's doing that in practice, especially if you're not going to let your starter see uh, preseason reps. So the, the Rams, I think they're going to be a better team than they showed last night, but it's going to take them a little while to get, you know, to get a little get hang on. on. Yeah. Now I want to take you all to the mat on something, man, because I feel like with this game coming up, Obviously, we've talked in detail about the offensive lines on both being a wash. You know, mm -hmm. both of them may be on the struggle bus together. But I want to talk about a dream and nightmare matchup that Ooh. you've been thinking about. Scenarios that may play out in, in, this, in this game. For you, and you choose either one, it's a dream matchup or a nightmare matchup, D-Mac. I'll start with you. Where do you think is could be a dream, in a match, uh, dream or nightmare matchup for the Dallas Cowboys? Nightmare, Rita Vea. Ooh. Listen, let me tell you something. When we watched the game, he he literally wrote the blueprint for how to get pressure on Dak Prescott last season. We saw them say, hey, man, you put your head right in the uh, in the middle of that guard, whoever's playing guard, and you run right down the middle of them, and you'll get pressure on Dak Prescott. And we saw that you saw the Eagles do it. You saw the Denver Broncos do it. You saw this the entire season because we could not figure out how to find anchor, settle down, and not get our uh, our guards pushed into Dak Prescott's lap. That is a nightmare matchup for me, right? Because at one point, I'm like, we're going to have Tyler Smith there. Maybe he's going to figure it out. Now we just got to shuffle. We have yeah. no idea how this thing is going to look, you know, moving forward into the game. And it, and it scares me. It, yeah. it, it scares me now. Dream matchup, our defense against their offensive line. Yeah, that is a, a dream matchup for me because I think that Dan Quinn is going to draw up some stuff that that offensive line is not going to be able to handle. Michael Parsons is going to see one-on-one. D-Law is going to see one-on-one, -on -one, and that's going to be a, a time for us to feast on their offensive line. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that on that uh, dream matchup because, like you said, I, and I don't, I'm not sure they're going to do this or not, but when third downs come around, I can see Dan Quinn envisioning this up, having like kind of a NASCAR package where they put D-Law on the inside and you got Michael Parsons on the outside. I would love to see D-Law against whoever the center is because I know they lost uh, Ryan Jensen. I think their backup, uh, Hainsley, is he going to play this play this game? Hey, we don't know. Don't know. So whoever is out there in that center guard combo for Tampa, I cannot wait to see D-Law, this defensive line, go after them and get pressure because we know what's, what hurts Tom Brady, that pressure right up the gut. If we can get that pressure up the gut, it could be a long day for Tom Brady. Now, the nightmare matchup that I'm tad bit concerned about because I don't think they're going they're gonna to let uh, Diggs travel. I don't think they're going to let Diggs travel. So the nightmare matchup, and I'm not saying it's like, oh, my goodness, I'm completely scared about this matchup, but I do not really want to see it time and time after again. And that's Mike Evans versus Anthony Brown. Like, I know, I know the man has had a hell of a camp. The man was probably, you know, top one or two defensive <clears throat> players at camp because he was just balling at that corner position. But we know what his, his Achilles heel is. We know what it kind of – kind of his just bugaboo is, and that's that 50-50 jump ball. Right. And we know what Mike Evans is a beast at, and that's going downfield and jumping over cast. The man is 6'5". Anthony Brown is, I'll give him 5'11 on a great day. So that matchup to me is kind of getting me a little nervous. I'm not petrified of it, but I'm kind of nervous about that one. Anthony Brown going to show off. He's going he gonna to show, he show, show up. He is, he is going to do his thing. I hope he game. does. He's going to do his thing. I hope he does. Not really worried about that. If anything, I'll be worried about my man Diggs. These over yeah, man, because what happens is, man, when you are able to scheme up a quarterback, a cornerback, Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> i.e., mm -hmm. Jalen Ramsey, and, hey, we can get him on a double move. If we run short routes the whole, whole first quarter and we know he's going to jump him the whole second quarter, yeah. then, then we got you beat. Yeah. We got you beat. <laughs> now, for me, the nightmare is I, I share that with you. Vita Vey, uh oh. over the top of – 
It's just moving to overcome him or govern. I, just them moving him around, period. They know that the Dallas Cowboys have to run the ball in this game. Mm-hmm. Hey, if, if, if we know it, Ty Bowles damn sure knows it. Okay? <laughs> and so that, they're going to try and take that away uh, from us. So that interior line matchup I think can be nightmarish. I'm still on my rookie left tackle and whatever they're going to have schemed up for him right now, whether they're going to hit him with speed, with David. on the, I mean, so many different things that they can do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I anticipate us going with a, a 12 personnel, but we can't do that the whole game. Nah, not at all. We're going to have to switch it up, and, and you know that. Now, my, my dream scenario would be – if Kellen Moore, which we talked about this yesterday, if he can move C.D. Lamb around and get mm. C.D. in the slot, and I think that favors us against Winfield Jr., who is mm. a safety. And that's a guy that I think everybody around here really had uh, aspirations of drafting him when he came out a couple years ago. But I just feel like that's a dream matchup uh, for us if we can get that one-on-one situation for C.D. It's, gonna, it's really going to take Kellen – dialing it up and putting those designing those plays specifically for 88 but man there's so many scenarios for us right now and the and the biggest nightmare is you know the goat go goat yeah if if go 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 and we're in a situation where this is a track meet and he has the ball with 40 seconds on the clock Man, two timeouts kiss the baby kiss the baby (laughs) top five bro top five at some point at some point, a defense is going to have to figure out how to stand up and stop that. All right, and I think I think we you got think the Dan defense Quinn got to do gonna it. Do it? I think we have the defense to do uh-huh. it. We got four turnovers off the guys last year. It's not like we didn't go out there and take no, the ball that. away. You know what I'm saying? I, like I feel like we can still do that. Okay. Well, look, guys, we're gonna play some bills. We're gonna take our first <laughs> break, uh, but we're gonna come. We're gonna come back and talk about a little bit of goat versus Dak in a head-to-head mm. matchup with two with one old school versus new school in. Uh, What's up with the with the Jordans, man? I don't know. We'll be right back with more players. Shut up. <laughs> I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. 
Get a great deal with America's best network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. in action here at the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco, home of the Dallas Cowboys. That man ran so fast, I cannot believe he man, made it back. Right in time. My guy, so D-Mac, fast, but no no chips in there. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't have my desk, man. I don't man, know. I got my tape. They're trying to save him for Newey. Yeah, all right. Newey sabotages. That's what he did. I, I, I already know. I already know. Uh, head to AT&T Stadium this Saturday, September the 10th, to experience Rally Day, presented by Seek Geek. Get, get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, tickets, giveaways, games, inflatables, and more visit attstadium.com slash rally days for tickets and more information back in, back here for the players lounge and, and guys I, I alluded to the matchup between the goat and Dak okay. but I'm gonna take these words from the great Rick Flair who oh, said no. <laughs> in order to be the best you have to beat the best Woo. Woo. Okay. That's what you got to do. Limousine drive. Rolex. And listen, I'm sure Dak is getting real tired of hearing the name Tom Brady. And here he is again in a game versus the GOAT, which last year I felt like Dak had a lot of pressure on him signing the contract, coming into a game. Even though Tom had just won a Super Bowl, yeah. all of the pressure seemed to be on Dak. And we're right back, deja vu all over again, a scenario where both of these quarterbacks, we, we hear about Tom dealing with whatever issues he's got going on in Tomville. Dak got issues yesterday with his mm-hmm. Air Forces. <laughs> and, you know. Got them Brahma Bulls. Got them Brahma Bulls. <laughs> Project Rock Zone. <laughs> the Payless Specialist. <laughs> you got to stop. But, man, in, in this matchup, who do you think has the most pressure on them? I mean, obviously it's game one, yeah. but who has the most pressure on them going into this game? Start with you, B. Woo. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Dak on that one. I'm going to have to say the pressure is on number four out there. And, I, and, look, I think he can live up to the pressure. You know, they say pressure makes diamonds and all that stuff. So, I think he can live up to the pressure. We saw last year uh, when he had to go out there and he dueled against Tom Brady and they went back and forth and he, he held his ground out there. So, I'm excited to see what what Dak can do out there for this offense. Um, one thing I, I hope they don't do is I hope they don't take that page out of last year's book and they throw, throw the ball 58 times. I mean, I think that was the worst recipe because even though they were successful offensively, they put up a lot of points – but that set up the whole narrative for the rest of the season that, man, you know what? We can live we can live and die on his arm. 
We right. really don't really need the run game. We saw what he could do against Tampa. He could throw the ball all over the yard. And I think that's a mistake that this team can make. So hopefully they go out there, open the gates with a balanced attack. I'm not saying you got to run the football each and every down, but balance it up. Let you know, Make Todd Bowles' defense out there. Make sure that they play it honest. Say, you know, we don't know if it's going to run. We don't know if it's going to pass. Because once you get dialed into a certain thing and you become one-dimensional, that's when Todd Bowles, that's when he feeds on you. He, they can pin the ears back and they can get after you. So when it comes to the pressure, I think the pressure is on Dak because a lot of people are looking at him saying, okay, you're making all this money. You're supposed to be in this elite tier as far as quarterbacks are concerned. Can you lift the rest of your guys around you? Can you lift those young wide receivers around you? Because we know we got a dog in CD. We know we got a dog in Schultz. But there's a lot of unknown with the rest of these wide receivers out there. Can you be that guy like Tom Brady was back in the day where he can lift those guys up and make them spectacular players? And I think Dak Prescott can do that. So I think the pressure's on him, but I think he lives up to the pressure, and it creates dimes. I think he's gonna do work out there. Man, I'm a. This may be a little different, a little different than yours. Okay, because okay? right. I'm gonna say it this way. I think the the most pressure is on the Dallas Cowboys as a whole, but I think when it comes to the quarterbacks, I'm thinking Tom Brady. Okay, because when you look at when people describe like, okay, Tom Brady, he's done it all, whatever, he got nothing to prove. Well, in his mind. The only reason he playing is because he got something to prove, right. all right? And obviously, he's putting some stuff on the side so he can make sure that he comes back and plays because he plans on being successful, mm-hmm. right? So the pressure on him to say what is going to make it worth it at the end of the day, right? Making it to the uh, playoffs is not worth it. No. Making it, you know what I'm saying, to the Super Bowl and not winning is not worth it. Uh, in order for it to be worth it for him, he has to win the Super Bowl. So the pressure on him is – this is one and done, possibly. This yeah. might be the last go-round. Yeah. Dak, it's pressure, but it's, all right, it's next year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got years to come. 30 years old. I'm okay. Tom Brady is looking at this like, this could possibly be my last go-round. He wanted it to be that last year, but they ended up, you know, not winning against uh, against the Rams because of the drop interception. But this is it. Yeah. The pressure is on. Man, I have learned in my life that comparison is the thief of all joy. But this, this business you have guys that they compare each other to. One. I mean, the, what you aspire to be is Tom Brady mm-hmm. if you're a quarterback in the National Football League. You want to go out and you want to have the Super Bowl champions. You want to play for the, the, the championships like he did. I, I, I assume you want to marry a model wife <laughs> like him. You, know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you want him Bernie Madoff in life like, like Tom, you know, and – I mean, look, man, this guy has commercials with Michael Jordan playing an opening night. I, I mean, unheard of. That's I mean, come on, how how much bigger does it get than that? And so I don't know. Like, I love what you said about Tom having all the pressure on him because, in a sense, he didn't come back just for a regular season. He came back for all of it, and I agree with you as well. For Dak, it's the comparison. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be you. Yeah. Okay, I want to go, but in order to do that, I finally got to beat you. And there's also the aspect for the Cowboys of last season. It seemed to me, y'all, like when the Cowboys beat a team, it was like, ah, oh, that wasn't really – that's a foo-foo team, yeah. right? Then when they, when they lose to a team, oh, well, you should have beat that team. Yeah. This is going to be that kind of a season for the Dallas Cowboys. you got to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat, but then you're supposed to raise your level of play versus those playoff – caliber teams mm-hmm. and they have a few of those on their on their schedule this mm-hmm. year that you're going to have to to be but going back to last year Dak threw for 403 yards 
That's big boy numbers. Well, you ain't running the ball. Just, yeah, well, yeah, 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 okay. I mean, as far, that's, you know, for, as a defensive <laughs> no, guy, no, no, I know no, no, that's no. where you're going to side. He threw hella uh, horizontal passes in that game. He I'm did. Just saying, he threw hella horizontal he passes. But he did. He balled out. I'm not trying to take he that did. away from him. He balled out three touchdowns in that game. And really, he had Tom Brady on the ropes in that second half. And that defense had to, you know, if they could have come up, you know, could have, would have, should have, whatever. But in this game, guys, it's going to be very important for – both sides, coordinators, to come up big in this first game. And, and I believe first game of the season is re- very fickle because few teams are really who they are mm. in the first game. But it's the Cowboys, right? right? But which defensive coordinator group, if you can look at one over the other, with Todd Bowles, Brian Leftwich, DQ, Kellen Moore, mm. which of the two that you say, we talk about the quarterbacks having pressure, who has the most pressure on them from the quarter- coordinator's aspect? Ooh. Kellen Moore, easy. Kellen Moore, guy? Kellen Moore has the, the that other group of guys in Tampa have been there. <laughs> they've been there. They've been around that. They've seen success. They've seen failure. They know what works. They know what doesn't. Nobody's looking at them like they have no idea what they're doing. We, on the other hand, have been sitting here for the past two to three years wondering, Kellen Moore, are you going to get it together? Yeah. Are we going to find a way to be balanced? Are we going to find a way to win those games uh, against those teams that people expect us to lose against? Are we going to find a way to get that done? Ain't no personal DQ. They talk about this man being the next head coach. <laughs> he ain't got no pressure. He finna go out there and do what he does. Kellen Moore, that's where the pressure is at. Do you give the leg up to the Tampa Bay Bucks then as far as the coordinators? Oh, absolutely, because they got Tom Brady also with <laughs> which is not extra not coach. Just, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Extra like, coach. What about you, BC? I'm gonna go Cowboy side. I think both of those coordinators got some pressure. I'm talking DQ and I'm talking Kellen Moore. You already illustrated, you know, how Kellen Moore has the pressure on him, and I'm 100 agreement with you. This is he's got to have that boy genius. He's got to be able to figure out ways to get the playmakers the ball and get this offense production wise. But when it comes to DQ, I think a little bit of pressure is on him because. Everybody's looking at his unit, that defense, to be the strength of this team. Everybody's looking at him, and the fans are baking on his his ability to take the football away. Like last year, those they were the number one in the in the defense and, or number one in the league and taking the football away, forcing turnovers. The last team to do that back to back, I think, was the 85, 86 Bears. So it's, it's a lot of history where teams can go up top high on defense and then come back to the low. So I think there's a little bit of uh Pressure on, on Dan Quinn to make sure that this defense is the strength of the team and at least holds it down for the offense for the first couple of games. They, they're going to have to be the strength of that thing, and I think there's going to be pressure on Dan Quinn. I know what this is. What I just about? figured it out. What? What? Church, you are a buy low and sell high type what? of guy. Right? <laughs> that's, why, that's why he can't get on the Dan Quinn train because yeah. he's like, it got to be going down sometime. I'm going to wait for it to go down, and then I'm going to start saying, oh, Dan Quinn got something to prove then. He buy the dip. Buy the dip. Buy the dip. Hey, I'm telling you. Buy low. I'm telling you. I'm just letting you know. I see it, man. You're going to miss the train because it, it, it ain't coming down. It's going to keep rising. You're going to miss the train. It's going to be too hot for you to buy soon. We're going to see. We're going to see. You know, I agree with both of you in a sense, but I feel like, you know, BC, I'm with you. The creativity aspect for Dan Quinn has to be there because everybody's pretty much put it the cap on his side and said, you automatically have it. Now, for Kellen Moore, yeah, he has – he got some pressure. He's had, He has to create a situation for Dak and that's offense to get running. But we've already said, Dak – the onus is kind of on Dak too because mm-hmm. if Kellen calls something he don't like – Man, you might want to audible out of that and get your playmakers involved. But as your defense is concerned, I think everybody's going to be looking at, one, 
How is he going to use Micah this year? Mm-hmm. There's so many differences in, of, of opinion of how to use Micah. Do you keep him as a stand-up off-ball linebacker? Do you put his hand in the sand? Do you, I mean, All of those things are going to be there. And if this defense comes up short of that, and I think you'll start to hear – Man, come on, man. He ain't what we thought he was. For, for who? He was Bill Belichick before he was okay, Bill okay, Belichick. Okay, what's, what's so you have to define coming up short for me. What what is what, in you guys' eyes? What is coming up short for Dan Quinn? Because last year we still said they defense played well. They took the ball away four times. We lost the game and gave up a lot of points. Right. But when you're watching the game with your eyes, you're saying, okay, our defense is playing well, well enough for us to win the game. So like, what what is coming up short? I think if you don't generate any turnovers uh, for this defense, I, I would I would feel like you know that's your defense didn't help you at all. If you allow uh, Leonard Fournette to run the ball on you in any way, uh, their secondary running back in any way, you feel like man, well, your defense just wasn't ready to come out there. Play. You go, like, I'm just I mean no, it's playoff Lenny. Yeah, playoff <laughs> Lenny. I'm just saying if, if playoff Lenny gets going on this defense, and I think you have to ask yourself these questions like, okay, look. We were expecting more out of this defense. And, you know, you, you're going out there with – you don't have any A.B. Yeah, you have Evans, and I do not want to disrespect Julio because – but if, if he turns back into Julio, and we mm. still haven't said anything about him Hey, guys, I'm going to say, guys get with Tom Brady, and, and they revert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Randy Moss. They, yeah, they, they revert. <laughs> they find a way. He find, The thing is, Tom Brady finds a way to get guys the ball. So, t- yes. And, and that's and that's what I'm saying in, in this matchup. If you have a situation like that where your defense isn't playing up to par, uh, and I feel like, look, my, my thing is the linebacking core can play a big part of this game. Anthony Barr, I don't know if the see what number he got. if the fans actually understand the kind of impact having an Anthony Barr on your team can have. I mean, you guys played the position, but he played it, this position and played at a high level. How do you feel that? His influence can be when you have that veteran leadership out there from Anthony. I think uh, overall, like, I, you know, I think Anthony Barr, if he can go out there and he can help in one facet of the game, I don't think he's going to do anything when it comes to the passing game. Like, I think, you know, I, I think those days are behind him. But if he can help this run defense overall, I think it, it'll, be a, it'll be a golden signing. Because if you look at it, the only Achilles heel to this defense, because they took the ball away great, they were, I think, like top five against the pass, top – what, three on third down, but the one thing that they could not do the whole entire season was stop the run. You know, they were ranked 20th in the National Football League. They were giving up 115 yards per game. So, to me, if Anthony Barr can bring that stability in there as far as stopping the run up the middle, then I think it'll be a golden signing, and hopefully he's able to do that, especially going against Leonard Fredette and them boys. Listen, I I, I think he's going to make a a huge impact on the game because I'm just interested to see how Dan Quinn's going to use him, right? The same way we feel about a Michael Parsons and figuring out – how how often is he going to have his hand on the ground? How often is he going to rush the A-gap? That's the same way I'm feeling about Anthony Barr. Mm-hmm. Like, what, where are we going to put this guy in? And what we know about Dan Quinn is he is a, he seems to be a master of maximizing a player's potential. Look at J. Ron Curse. Yeah. All right? He seems to be a guy who says, okay, I see what you can do. I see what you can't. And this is where we're going to get you some stats at right here. And I think that's what he's seeing when he, got, when he has Barr. And I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised when we see him out there on the field and you look at that stat sheet and say, what did he do to impact the game? It's going to be big. Man, I want to ask you about your LSU brethren that we hadn't really heard a lot about in this offseason either. But he's had – I mean, he's been playing okay. Jabril Cox. Yeah. 
He's... That's what I want to know. Because I, I want to know, when Micah goes down on that D-line, because I know they're going to put him down there eventually in that nickel package. They're yes. going to have him on that D-line somewhere again after the quarterback. Who's your two linebackers? Do you let Barr and Vander Esch in space, or do you want more of a speed sideline and sideline guy like a Cox in there? I, I think that... I think it depends on who you're playing. What 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 is the what is the third down eleven personnel look like? Who's the running back? Like, do you have one of those pass catcher type? Or you have an Eckler back there, yeah. or have you got a, a, a Leonard Fournette back there? Right. So, what's the likelihood of them running, passing? And he's going to get out in the passing route. If it's one of those those guys, I'm putting out Jabril Cox. I want the more athletic guy out there to be covering running backs and and, and trying to uh, compete in space. If it's not. I want Anthony Barr out there. I want somebody who's going to be knocking heads, all right, <laughs> trying to run through A-gaps and B-gaps and get one-on-ones for Demarcus Lawrence and Michael Parsons. And, and the most interesting thing that you, when you bring that up, uh, B, is, man, the different combinations of fronts that, that Dan Quinn can play with. Yeah. I mean, he could go fast. He could go slow. He could go big boy. He, I mean, just think about his big nickel. He can go big, big nickel. That's you know, true. He could go quarter package. So you buying high? Are you buying? Are you buying here? I already bought the dip. Okay. I already bought the dip. I'm riding this thing what all the, the way to. I already had. It. <laughs> oh, Nolan, you bought yeah, it. Yeah, what you talking about? <laughs> That's the hell of a dip. I got it at the bottom. Talk about buying the dip. I spotted these guys yesterday. Uh, a victory. I went on and took that L yesterday. Uh, in my predictions, but I'll be, you, you know. spotted us. I spotted them. <laughs> he was talking about Pixie Dust. You believe in that Pixie Dust? I, I believe in it. I spotted them. Y'all, man. I spotted them. But we'll be right back, and, and we're going to get some more picks in. This where, hey, this is where my expertise comes okay. into play okay. with more Players Lounge, baby. <laughs> Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... It's right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score, September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Welcome back to the Players' Lounge at the Star in Frisco in the SWBC studios. Heckma Harrison joined by the survivor, D-Mac, H-Town's finest. He's booked. And my guy, B.C. <laughs> Cue the music! <laughs> and my man, Barry Church. He got his golf clubs outside. And hot wait. sauce in his bag. My man came in here spitting Project Pat. Shut up. I hear me. <laughs> Doing it. Chris, boy, you on fire right now, man. I'm mean, about to, that's how I hit it. And you're going to go right to your theme music, man. <laughs> there it is. But. This November, the only thing hotter than the Dallas Cowboys would be the 30,000 pounds of brisket, chicken, pulled pork, and ribs smoking at Q Barbecue Fest presented by Miller Lite. Come out to Miller Lite Lighthouse at AT AT&T Stadium November 4th through 6th to taste barbecue from the finest pit masters. Get your tickets at SeatGeek.com. Come for all your flesh eaters. You should let me read that. I was like, you should let me read that. It didn't sound right coming from you. It sounded like you was like reading Uh, in disgust. uh, (laughs) Can't believe that. They they have a mother and father. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, it don't sound. Eat that. He's not happy about this. (laughs) (laughs) Be hungry. Like, y'all Trust me, work. he's hungry. You just hit somebody's stomach ground. Like, y'all, y'all cold work. You see a brother trying to prove himself, man. You think some yeah, brothers can get behind yeah, you. Hungry. They're like, man, you know you want some of this pork sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know I do. I do. Y'all got to be hungry in the mug out here, man. But, guys, so like I said, I spotted y'all. And then I got – and then I have my, my cowboy pick, so I know I'm good with that. But I want to add some more fuel to the fire because I need a little separ- I need some separation. <laughs> He slid that in no, there. Yeah, I, I know I'm good, good with that. I don't go with that. Mike McCarthy got that pixie dust on. That dust got me. Well, look, I was, I was sitting there looking at the schedule like, wow. Boy, I was, I was wrong on that. Boy. I, I ain't want to respond to the chat. <laughs> I lied. I'm shutting y'all off, man. <laughs> what happened was, golly, man. Uh, he did me in yesterday. But I got, so I have four. Picks for y'all today. All right. All right. And we're going to start with New England versus MIA. Mm. The Patriots versus the Dolphins. Who want to go first? I, Don't rush ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Let me tell you something. Ahead. I do not believe in Tua. I don't care how many weapons you get this dude. Don't believe in him. Don't believe him. I believe it. If they try to do that Tyreek Hill, you know, we're going to make him the, uh, no. uh, the, 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 the main piece of the offense. They in trouble. Run Aaron the ball. Jones? But I don't think they're going to do that. So I believe that Bill Belichick is going to give Tua everything that he wants. All right? right. And I got a seven-point victory. Seven-point victory by New England and my man, Matt Jones. Mm. All right, we're going A&E. All right, for your boy. 
I'm BC. Going, I'm going to her. I'm going Mr. South Beach, man. Wow. I, I'm going with it, man. I think I think Bill Belichick. I think more. he's gonna get exposed, man. I think without Brady, Bill Belichick is about to get exposed out here. I think this is going to be a rough season for New England. I, in all honesty, I think it's going to be rough. You for him. Did you hear Shady McCoy? Shady was on Shady. What's Shady, Shady, talking about? Shady was on Bill Belichick's head, boy. They made the playoffs last year. Yeah, that's it, though. I don't think it's going to happen again. I think this is the first year in a long time that they ain't going to make the playoffs. I'm going to in Matt, South Beach, man. Hook me up. You tour. got two, I got Matt Jones. All right. All right. Let's go to All right, CB, who you got? I'm going go with Miami. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Because New England doesn't win in Miami. Yeah, and we're the game Tom, is we're Tom was there, but that's okay. Hey, you yeah. seen uh, – he hey, they got blown out, out last year. They did. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Let's All go right. to it. Going to – man, one of my favorite destinations, man, uh, is Miami. And uh, I just believe that the Cheetah going to be on fire, man. I, I feel like there that's going to be – and I, I'm also I also have the cheetah countdown for when he's gonna blow up. Also, <laughs> that's a possibility. I, I just want to know how many more games, how many games is gonna take before he go full on Chernobyl on the sidelines. Two quarters. <laughs> no, no, no. Two quarters. At least give it two games. It, hey man, I'm just telling you, Bill Belichick finna get two everything you want. All right. So next game we have is Green Bay. Versus Minnesota. CB, I'm going to start with you so you don't get any ideas off anybody else. I wouldn't mean any ideas. I'm going to take the Packers. You're going to take them? CB. Packers are favored in the game. I'll take the favorite. I'm going to go with Minnesota, man. You're going to go Minnesota? I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins, man. I'm feeling them this year. And you know what? I am going to go Minnesota also. I think Minnesota got what you got. Minnesota plus 10. Man, oh. This gonna be one of them relax games. We're relaxed. We oh. look bad. We look bad. We won. The Saints put it on them last year. I like I like Minnesota's offense and what they can be. Okay. We know when they actually come to come to play. Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Now you got Jalen Rager. I think that they're they're gonna put up some numbers on Green Bay. And Green Bay gonna have to go back to the drawing board to figure out what's going on. So plus ten, mm. plus ten. All right. Next game we have is the Catch-Up Boys, Kansas City versus Arizona. Who you got? KC Arizona. Give me KC all day. KC. Yeah, give me. All, I got Mahomes as the as the fantasy QB. I need him to have a big day. Plus, I mean, I don't. You know, Arizona. No D Hop. I'm going to KC all day, man. D-Mac? Yeah, I'm KC, too. KC, uh, too. I don't even want to say the score, but I, it's going to be a touchdown plus. I know that. No D-Hop. <laughs> Kyler Moore probably playing video games somewhere. <laughs> He's right. studying out. Yeah, I don't know. Buda Baker going to have a game, but it's not going to be good enough for them mm-hmm. to stop Kansas City. CBZ, who you going with? Oh, I'm going Kansas City all the way. All right. I think it's we got a, we got a clean sweep on that one. Mm. All right. We all with Kansas City. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Next game. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Los Angeles Chargers. This oh, we already know where you're going. You know I'm going with. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going with my boy Herb. Best best young quarterback in the game. Oh. I'm going with my boy Herb. But this is the revenge Chargers. game. Because last year okay. they should have beat Vegas to go to the playoffs. The coach screwed them out of it. So this is the revenge game. So Herb not necessarily for- revenge. Oh, they tried to give your team the nah, win. Nah, yeah, and the coach screwed them. Your so they, coach. I understand that, but they getting revenge on everybody. Heard four touchdowns. I got the – it's easy. Easy money. You're going to charge, charge – what about you? I'm plus three charges. Okay, yeah, yeah. See, plus three charges. I think it's going to be a very, very good game. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Justin Herbert and Eckler, who was on my fantasy team as well. Let's go, Eckler. <laughs> Let's go. Y'all, me too. I, man, I'm going Las Vegas on that. Ooh. I'm going Vegas. I think uh, Derek Carr got his homeboy back. 
You know, yeah, I mean, okay. y'all, y'all ain't said nothing about that. I, the I mean, Russell, Russell Wilson and LeBron was together too. They cool. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right uh, Chris Beam, who you got, Beam? Those two dudes don't play defense, so I'll go with the Chargers. Let's go. All right. Let's go. That's, that's separation right there for me. That's separation right there for me. But, guys, before we get out of here, I'm going to give y'all a, a, a sounding board right now for what do you guys believe is going to be the key for victory uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. Something real quick. What you got for I me, got BC? It. We got to make them one-dimensional. We got to make Tom Brady and that team one-dimensional. If he's able to go out there and run when he wants to, pass when he wants – it's going to be a long day for this Cowboys. So, to me, Dan Quinn, make him one-dimensional. He could walk away with a dub. I think the only way we win this is plus two in the turnover, uh, mm-hmm. the turnover uh, margin. We got to be plus two. We got to find a way to take the ball away from Tom, give it to our offense, and, and that's the only way we're going to get this thing done. Listen, players, I'm with y'all, and I'm on the same page. I say let your hunters go hunt. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is the game that the bazooka, that's what I call uh, my man, Michael Parsons. Okay. The, the bazooka. The bazooka. Okay. The big briefcase. Okay. Right. <laughs> the big briefcase. Yeah, the big briefcase. All right. The bazooka. You let, hey, man, you let him hunt. You let him go do his thing. And we will come back in here on Monday at 2 o'clock. Man, happy. He won't. He picked, the, he, picked, uh, he picked Tampa. I did. <laughs> everybody, everybody except for BC. Uh. <laughs> All good. Thank y'all for joining us on the Players Lounge. We'll check y'all next time, Monday, 2 o'clock. Peace. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!